Ever since China enacted a sweeping new security law in Hong Kong, our colleague John Lyons has been waiting for one thing to happen. And on Monday, it did. Hong Kong entrepreneur Jimmy Lai was arrested. Cameras caught scenes of the arrest outside Lai's home in Hong Kong. What we see are images of Jimmy Lai being let out of his home. He's got a summer weight blazer on. You know, he's looking serene. He's looking confident. And he's being led away with his arms handcuffed behind him. So who is Jimmy Lai? Jimmy Lai is a media tycoon, successful entrepreneur who started Apple Daily, which is the big pro-democracy newspaper in Hong Kong. There's no newspaper in the Chinese language that took the pro-democracy angle as hard or as far as Apple Daily and really went for the jugular. It wasn't just Lai's paper. Lai was the rare Hong Kong executive who took to the streets during the pro-democracy protests. And last year, he traveled to the U.S. to lobby Vice President Mike Pence and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on behalf of the protesters. Lai built a career pushing freedom of speech to the max. Now, his arrest is raising questions about how much of that freedom remains. This is a very well-known figure who represents a lot of what Hong Kong kind of is. And he's from a generation that built Hong Kong into this thriving capital that we know it now. And here he is being arrested. And that brings the whole crackdown to a new scale and really personifies it. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, August 12th. Coming up on the show, the arrest of Jimmy Lai and what it says about the new Hong Kong. This episode is brought to you by Canva. When your work looks good, you look good. So create all the stunning presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos you need with Canva. Start with one of the designer-made templates or jump ahead with the power of AI. It's a real time saver and anybody can use it. Whatever department you work in, whatever you need, Canva will help you get it done and make it look fantastic. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. Tap the banner to learn more. Hong Kong's new security law gives China immense power to crack down on dissent and pro-democracy activists. And the six weeks since it was enacted have been transformative for the city. Since the new security law came in, Hong Kong has been changing at a pretty quick pace. In areas even outside of security, books have been removed from the shelves of libraries Candidates have been disqualified from running in elections. In fact, an election that was set for September has been postponed for a year. And it really brings home the seriousness of 
this crackdown and raises a lot of kind of ominous questions about how far it may go. Jimmy Lai is a fixture in Hong Kong. And in many ways, his career epitomizes what's made the city different from mainland China, where he was born. He was born in the mainland over the border from Hong Kong. You know, the mainland is going through very tough economic times under Mao. He's a child, you know, selling things into the streets to survive. And the story that he tells is that somehow he gets his hands on a piece of chocolate and he eats it. And it's like the greatest thing he's ever tasted. And he asks, you know, where does this chocolate come from? And the answer is, oh, Hong Kong. And at the age of nine or so, he gets an idea, okay, at some point I've got to get to Hong Kong. Just a few years later, he did make it to Hong Kong, smuggled in on a boat, and he got a job working in the garment business. At the time, Hong Kong was still a British colony, but it was changing fast. Hong Kong was this like freewheeling, free market hub that was rising through manufacturing. And he kind of went from sewing things as a child laborer to getting enough money to start taking orders for himself to, you know, by the early 80s, you know, taking orders from some of the biggest U.S. retailers. Eventually, he saved enough money to go out on his own. He started his own brand, named after a New York pizza shop. He's in New York and he sees a pizza joint called Giordano and he thinks that's a great name. And he you know, starts this brand of clothing called Giordano and it becomes a huge hit in the mainland. It's like fast fashion before fast fashion was a thing. Basically, by the 1980s, he is this up from the bootstrap success story that kind of evokes all of what Hong Kong was at the time, which is this kind of like open marketplace on the edge of communist China. Lai exemplified the kind of business success that was possible in Hong Kong at that time. He embodied the city in other ways, too, like his embrace of freedom of speech. Lai became an activist during the Tiananmen Square pro-democracy protests in 1989. At the time, Hong Kong was preparing to become part of China again. And at first, when those protests were peaceful, many Hong Kongers took them as a hopeful sign. Hong Kong, you know, gets swept by this feeling of relief, really. It's relief and euphoria where they think, okay, maybe China is going to become something more like us. And by the time the British turn this colony over to China, you know, things are going to be okay. We're going to be part of one big, more open society. One of those hopeful Hong Kongers was Jimmy Lai. He's got Giordano, and he starts printing pro-student slogans and things on the shirts, and he's selling them. And then suddenly, the night of June 3rd, the People's Liberation Army goes into Western Beijing and starts killing the students. Hong Kong is in horror. Lai would never forget the massacre. And the brutal crackdown left him exposed. He had used his business to publicly support the students, and Beijing knew it. The Chinese government shuttered Giordano's mainland stores. Lai was eventually forced out of his own company. But instead of backing off of his activism, Lai doubled down. Lai's next venture was a magazine called Next Weekly. Next was racy and gossipy, full of big, splashy pictures. But it was also a vehicle for Lai's political views. It criticized Chinese policies 
And it also investigated the triads, Hong Kong's gangs, which they didn't seem to appreciate. His offices are firebombed. He's got firebombs getting thrown at his house. So he was a guy, I would say, who took Hong Kong's dedication to free speech and freedom of the press and ran with it and really pushed it. And then Lai founded Apple Daily. What Apple Daily is, it's the must-read for pro-democracy Hong Kongers. As these protests that kind of rocked the city last year got underway, Apple Daily was kind of the central organ for information at the newsstand. They covered all of the protests, and they were actually kind of unabashedly supporters of the protests. Apple Daily ran photos seeming to show aggressive police action against demonstrators. It ran headlines reminding readers of the dates and times for big protests. It even used its printing plant to make posters for demonstrators to use, all the while running aggressive investigations of local police. And Lai even took part in protests himself. Earlier this year, he was arrested for participating in a Tiananmen Square memorial. None of this endeared Lai to Chinese authorities. But it's what Lai did last summer that really seems to have drawn their fury. He flew to Washington. Jimmy Lai was part of a kind of full-court press of pro-democracy diplomacy that went on parallel to these protests in Hong Kong. Lai met with Pence and Pompeo to urge them to sanction China for its actions in Hong Kong. And when China enacted its new security law this June, it included language that would specifically bar the kind of meetings Lai had in Washington. It's one reason many people saw Lai as a prime target of the new law, including John. The day that the new national security law was coming in, I interviewed Jimmy Lai on the phone because, you know, we thought that perhaps after this law came in, he was going to be grabbed and thrown in a hole and we'd never see him again. Hello. Hi, uh, Mr. Lai. It's John Lyon. John spoke to Lai just hours before the new law was enacted. What he said in our interview was that the national security law was the death knell for Hong Kong's limited self-autonomy. You know, this, this law supersedes our basic law and our rule rule. And without the rule rule, And did he say to you that he expected to be targeted himself? I mean, I asked him almost this exact question. I said, you know, do you think you're going to be arrested? And, you know, what he said was, look, I can't think about that because if I start thinking about whether they're going to arrest me or not, I will become paralyzed. Even now people tell me, Jimmy, to be careful. I said, what can we be careful? We are resisting dictatorship. I think it's a really a case where he had to go down deep inside himself and decide, you know, what he was all about. And he decided that, you know, he was going to stand up for what he believed in and not be intimidated. You know, what he said was, they want to intimidate me. They want to frighten me. To frighten me to leak 
So I disgraced myself. Mm -hmm. I discredited Echo Daily. They want me to disgrace myself by leaving Hong Kong to avoid possible charges, and I'm just not going to do that. And now he's paying the price. We will always be fighting for our rule and freedom. We will not stop. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by C3 AI. C3 Generative AI enables rapid access to secure, traceable, hallucination-free insights from enterprise systems, all while using any LLM, helping enterprises turn the invisible into the obvious. Learn more at c3.ai. Jimmy Lai wasn't the only one arrested Monday. Police also arrested three pro-democracy activists, two of Lai's children, and four employees of his company, Next Digital. And then images started streaming in from Next Digital's offices. We hear that the police have also arrived at the Apple Daily newspaper. And it's 200 police. Wow. They are kind of streaming up into the lobby, up the elevator to the second floor newsroom. And there are some reporters or other staff members there. And the reporters are streaming this live on the Apple Daily website. The videos show police officers cordoning off reporters' desks with orange tape and removing documents. Crowds of journalists follow the police around, filming as arguments broke out. The police are telling them in a couple cases that you're interfering with their work, stop streaming, and you know, the guy with the camera is, is pushing back. There is a dramatic moment when Jimmy Lai himself is walked in to the newsroom, in that same blazer that we saw him wearing uh, as he left his home. He's got his hands handcuffed behind his back. And, you know, he's got that same kind of serene, confident look on his face. The staffer who's got the camera, you know, asked him for some comments at one point, And he says, you know, this is obviously a breach of freedom of the press. Why did they bring him back to the newsroom? Police later said that he was brought there as part of the investigation because they wanted to go through items in his office and in the offices of other senior executives who were under suspicion of breaking national security law. So this is a shocking moment for Hong Kong, to see police going into a newsroom and cordoning off desks and making Jimmy Lai do a perp walk through the newsroom. I think everyone in Hong Kong knew that Jimmy Lai could be and would likely be among the first, if not the first, well-known figure to be arrested under this law because he's just been such a thorn in the side of Beijing for so many years. But to see it happen and to see it live streamed really brings home the seriousness and the gravity of what is taking place in the city right now. Hong Kong police arrested Lai for suspected collusion with foreign powers a crime under the new security law. If convicted, he could face a life sentence. Apple Daily isn't currently facing any charges. So what has the response 
been like in Hong Kong to Lai's arrest? Yeah, well, the, the response has been fascinating. You know, early, early in the morning, reports start coming through on social media that people are lining up at newsstands at around four in the morning to buy the first editions of the Apple Daily when it comes off the press. And the idea is to support the paper by buying the paper. Apple Daily sold about half a million copies of its Tuesday issue, which featured a full-page photo of Lai in police custody in his newsroom. Another thing that happened was Next Media is actually a penny stock here in the Hong Kong stock market. As a measure of support, people across Hong Kong started buying stock in the company. And the stock, which had been kind of languishing, shot up. Lai's arrest also drew a reaction from the officials he met in D.C. Pompeo said he was deeply troubled by the arrest. And Pence tweeted that the U.S. would continue to stand with Lai and with Hong Kong. Will Lai's arrest have a chilling effect on the free press in Hong Kong? I think it's fair to say that the national security law has already had a very significant chilling effect. You know, personally, as a foreign reporter here, when I call up someone and ask them their opinion about, you know, Chinese government policies, even though local officials have said that criticizing, you know, certain policies to a reporter is not necessarily a violation of the national security law, sources are becoming less willing to speak Some are still doing it. Some don't want to comment. So I think the chilling effect has already taken hold. And the arrest of Jimmy Lai just brings that to a much more broad and even terrifying level. We've talked about how Lai's career rose with Hong Kong's rise. What does it say about Hong Kong now that he has been arrested? Look, I mean, I think what it means is that for decades, you know, Hong Kong has been a very special place that is also part of China. It's been this open, freewheeling marketplace that has thrived to the benefit of the West and to the benefit of Beijing, frankly. And the arrest of Jimmy Lai is an ominous sign that the Hong Kong that we knew as an open, transparent, free market center is not going to last unless this trajectory is changed. And it really does not seem like it's going to change anytime soon. Today, Lai was released on bail. He returned to the Apple Daily Newsroom, where staff greeted him with a bouquet of flowers. He urged his staff to continue on, saying, quote, We have the support of the Hong Kong people. We can't let them down. That's all for today, Wednesday, August 12th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.